This is a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly podcast that covers the news and headlines from the world of San Diego Comic Con and all the stuff and nonsense that goes with it. This is season two, episode sixteen. It was recorded on the fifteenth of February two thousand and fifteen with guests Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CCI dot com slash forum, John from Nerdlink, Jeff Mueller from the Jerd dot com, and Mark Serby. This episode is supported by Dark Bunny Tees. Visit darkbunnytees.com for the absolute best in limited edition movie-themed t-shirts and apparel. Welcome to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name's Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. It is the 15th of February, 2015. Um, this is the weekly hangout where we talk San Diego Comic-Con, all the pop culture and all the uh, stuff and nonsense that goes with it, and also uh, invite some guests on to talk about um, all the news that's happened over the last seven days. Um, this episode is being brought to us also in conjunction with Dark Bunny Tees, who have supplied us some with, with some more prizes for this week. So yes, we've got some t-shirts to give away, and we're going to be giving some away during this hangout as well. So I'll tell you more about that in a second. Let's very quickly uh, introduce our uh, guests first. Um, we have ourselves a brilliant lineup, and, and I'd like to thank uh, them all for joining us. First and foremost, uh, my um, erstwhile partner in crime, Miss Alyssa Franks. How are you doing, Alyssa? Uh, well, surviving <laughs> all of the snow, we, you know, snow blowing every day and migraine headaches and life is well. And of course, badge sale and the forum blew up like everybody's <laughs> speeds did, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to thank uh, Comic-Con International for their timing. I work as a DJ here in the UK, <laughs> um, which meant um, when the actual news dropped, it was half past 11 on a Friday night. I was working. I was, well, I was trying to work. And I suddenly get this come through on the, oh, slightly distracting. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to apologize to everyone who was at the walkabout in Sheffield. My attention wasn't exactly 100% on you guys. Just to let you know. Sorry about that. But there we go. Um, so there, I mean, has there been anything else on the forum that's been talked about this weekend? Or is, has it all been about batch sales? Um, once the badge sale dropped, it, it was all about that. Uh, there was a lot of talk about, uh, press reg, uh, press and pro reg, which uh, press is dribbling out slowly and pro reg is a curious thing, um, as to why it hasn't, hasn't dropped, uh, yeah. prior to gen reg, which I'm just, it's got my curiosity up. I don't think it, we should read anything into that. It's just, <laughs> A curious thing. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, there's, there's also been the, the business with um, the fact that we haven't heard anything about an early bird hotel sale either. So it's all been exactly. fun games. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, brilliant. Thanks for joining us, Alyssa. We have ourselves uh, Mark Serby, who's joined us, who looks like he's deep in thought on social media, just sort of <laughs> tapping away there. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, Leonard. Yeah, no, I was getting some notes for uh, for a few discussions we've got coming up, so I'm prepared this year. Excellent. I'm prepared. <laughs> Excellent. Well, considering that, um, yeah, obviously next week 
all about Oscars, so yeah, we are going to be talking about that very shortly indeed. Um, joining us for the first time in a long time, we have John from NerdLink. How are you doing, John? I'm doing pretty well. Um, just kind of getting ready for to see all the kind of craziness for Open Reg. Of course, I got in through Pre-Reg, so I don't have to worry about all that stuff, which is fantastic. Dude, dude you are not ducking out of this. That is not what you're excited about right now. <laughs> all right, let's, I guess be, let's be honest. Well, it's kind of funny because, well, my wife's pregnant and she was due three days ago, but we will most likely be in the hospital next Saturday. I just thought about that. So oh I thought God. I got my for pre-rest because I would be in the hospital. <laughs> because if it doesn't happen within the next week, it'll, it'll definitely be happening next weekend. And I don't it just get me. Don't get me. Don't give me laughing. Probably. I'll just start. I'll start coughing again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, I think from all of us, we'd like to say congratulations to you. All the very best to you and um, your uh, darling wife. Hopefully, um, we we won't have you picking up your phone halfway through this. And so, no, guy, I, I, yeah, guys, I'm I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. It'll make, some, it'll make for, for a good podcast, but uh, uh, I think we'll, we'll probably end up waiting. Listen, you know what? I, I would be, I'd be okay with it. I think uh, all the best to you. So, yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. And uh, last but not least, we have ourselves uh, somebody who also, also hasn't been on the podcast for a while, uh, Jeff Mueller. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Leonard. Uh, just <laughs> want to survive the winter like Alyssa, you know, trying to not die of hypothermia on a daily basis, you know, <laughs> and well, progressing I mean, out well, over the registration. Well, yeah, I mean, I was about to say, you're looking well. But then again, considering that you know, the name is The Mighty Jerd, I'd kind of hope that was the case. I mean, it, it would have been bad if I would have showed up just completely just disheveled and 50 pounds overweight and looking yeah. like I just came off a three-week whiskey binge. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah. have I mean, the last time I saw you was San Diego, and uh, I was just thinking, when I contacted you, I just suddenly thought, are we going to have him on screen so sort of like laid back in a beanbag, stuffing nachos in his face and going, you know what, guys, I've decided now nah, I'm just going to just go at it the way I nah, just – just go at it. Just a bucket but, of fried chicken eaten away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, we are going to be talking to Jeff about um, about getting ready for uh, Comic-Con. Um, uh, now's the best time to get started. Now that the madness of uh, the new year is out of the way, it's time to get on a, the, the best road for uh, doing Comic-Con right. Excuse me. <clears throat> right. And that's, uh, oh. and, and that's what I was I kind of... At wanting to, to ask you was how, what are you doing in the wintertime? I mean, I got three foot of snow in my front yard. And <laughs> how do you manage, you know, your, your regimen when you can't really get out there and do much? Are you, do you go to the gym? I, I do, but I also work out at my house a lot. And shoveling yeah. snow is a great workout <laughs> if you do it right. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, here in the UK, we get to shovel grey cloud. Um, that's all. That's all we've got. We, we don't. We have yet to have the full snow thing happen here in the UK. But now you said it, it'll, it'll probably show up uh, at some point. Okay. So let's very quickly cover um, the basics when it comes to the hangout. Um, if you are wanting to interact with us, and obviously if you've got any questions at all, and I'm sure there's loads that you uh, you have. Do jump in on the Google Plus event page and um, 
do ask you questions on the Q&A. Uh, we'll, we'll try and cover as many of them as we possibly can over the course of this uh, Hangout. But also, if you want to tweet us uh, using the hashtag CupOTSDCC, we are keeping an eye on that hashtag. So if there's anything you want to discuss on Twitter or come to us on social media, we'll try and cover that as well. Right, so the, uh, let's cover this as well. Um, this episode has been thankfully brought to us by, uh, in conjunction with Dark Bunny Tees, who uh, provided us with some brilliant um, uh, prizes uh, for their Ghostbusters tea a couple of weeks back. Uh, we'd like to thank them again for jumping in on this hangout. They have just uh, released in the last couple of days a brilliant fox catcher uh, tea, and they're also going to be doing a sweatshirt version of it as well. It's a brilliant T-shirt. If you do go to Dark Bunny. Uh, darkbunnytees.com do check them out because it really is a brilliant t-shirt but we have got three of them to give away on the hangout today and we'll be giving them out by the end of the hangout um, this um, during the course of this hangout so I'm going to ask you a question you need to get onto Twitter or you need to get onto um, yeah no we'll go via Twitter on this one uh, you need to use the hashtag foxcatchercomp Okay, so that's Foxcatcher, C-O-M-P. All right, we're going to ask a question, and the question is this. Foxcatcher is up for five uh, Academy Award um, nominations next week. What we need to know are what categories are or is Foxcatcher up for next week? Um, it's the first film. Um, I was going to give a, a bit of a clue there, but I, I, I'll, I'll save on that one. I was actually just going to give one of them away, so I mean, we'll leave that, we'll let that go. But uh, basically, Foxcatcher is up for five Oscars next week. Um, if you could tweet me, please, the nominations, the categories which Foxcatcher is up for in the uh, 87th Academy Awards next Sunday. Okay, you can uh, tweet using the hashtag FoxcatcherComp, and we'll be drawing three names uh, by the end of this hangout. Okay, so there you go, live competition. So... Let's crack on with it then. Um, it's all about badge sales, certainly for this first section. First things first, I suppose I better ask, um, w which of our guests are actually going for the badge sales? Um, who's actually going to be taking part in the open online registration? I am, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> you say unfortunately. You don't, you don't make it sound like it's a, a, a barrel of laughs. It, like everyone else. I mean, we all have such a giggle. Uh, taking you, part in the badge sale. Do you really have a giggle? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, certainly, I'm going to be doing a post in the next couple of days. I'm cer I certainly have a giggle in the hour leading up to, because the yellow band, the update band that they had on the, um, with the spinning blue circle of death, um, the, the yellow update band, whoever manned that last time was brilliant. So, I, no, I have a laugh. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, okay, so, Jeff, you're up for it. Um, what badges are you aiming for? Are you literally just, is this now all of them at this point? This is, this is I, I just need to get my badges because pre-reg was a bust. So just diving in, back in, the, back in with the general masses, and I, I, it's stressful enough doing pre-reg. I forgot how stressful it is doing just open registration. Just the not knowing is a... Uh, I mean, I know they can't do better with the process. It is what it is, but it doesn't change the fact that it is extremely stressful for those of us that want to make that a vacation. Sure. So. Right. I mean, it also doesn't help that um, 
it's just sheer mass. That's all it is. Um, I think the process itself is now they've done really well on streamlining it as best they can, but it is pure numbers just hitting that um, hitting that site. Um, okay, so I mean, do what um, what have you what have you done to prepare for next week then? Well, I mean, I. I made sure I had to cancel some plans, you know, uh, I, I had stuff to do, but unfortunately, and that's the one thing I hate about open reg is, is just the short notice you get. I, I, I kind of do wish they would give you a little more notice as to when it's going to be, especially the way they're doing it now where it doesn't matter if the link, you know, leaks out, you know, if you don't have your ID in the system and you're not locked in, it really doesn't matter if they tell you a couple weeks early. Um, I wish they would do that, but you know, I cancel some plans, uh, spend some time on, on all this is wonderful forum. Uh, made sure I got in on a on a group by group to try and maximize my chances of of, of getting uh getting tickets. And I'm just gonna cross my fingers. And both my wife and I will be manning computers from two different houses, just you know, just in case something happens with our power. You know, we're we're pretty much locked in and ready to go. It, it's a military mission at this point. Fair enough. Which which group uh which group in the forum are you are you in, Jeff? Oh God, I can't remember the guy's name. Ah, it's okay. I mean, there's six groups going on, and I think it's anywhere between twenty and and forty people per group. So I mean, it's and one of the one of the things that I'm going to be taking part in is a uh, a uh, uh, leaders <laughs> chat during the sale. So that's why I was like, which group are you in, so I can make sure <laughs> because it. You need to go to con. You know, I'd be working for you to go to con. Absolutely, Jeff. You need to be there. So, I, I, listen, I'm going regardless. Even if I okay. don't get tickets, I'll just be hitting all the offsite events. But I would okay. love to be able to get in the convention hall again. So, even if well, you I mean, get Thursday, Sunday, you know. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been speaking to um, a couple of people online who are going for the first time and going to be going into the badge sale. Uh, melee next week, and they, uh, I mean, one of them turned around and said, if I don't get Thursday, Sunday, uh, sorry, Thursday through Sunday, I'm probably not going to go, and I'm thinking, that's really um, not looking at the, the rest of the off-site stuff, because there is so much oh. to see and do in San Diego uh, throughout the course of that whole week, it's in, it's so impressive, mm-hmm. so no, I, what's that, John? I think even last year, I had I had all days, and one day, I think I spent an entire day just on the offside stuff. So if you are planning, you don't get all the dates. There's so much to do, and I'm sure there's going to be even more this year. It just seems every year it keeps getting more and more things to do. And you can spend an entire day easily, even the whole convention if you wanted to, just kind of going through the different things around there and see what San Diego has to offer anyway. Sure. I mean, it's not just a Nerd HQ, but there is some. I mean, what did you get up to? Uh, when it came oh, to you, the thing that I liked the most last year was probably um, uh, the Adult Swim stuff. Uh, they had like a meat wad, kind of like a 3D or kind of 3D uh, little video that they had. And then they had a, <coughs> uh, uh, what's it called, one of the, uh, like the Fun House. And they had like a free T-shirt kind of section where you got to kind of pick a design and get a free T-shirt. And then they gave away free pizza as you're waiting in line. So Pizza Hut with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out, they gave out free pizza to everybody, and you pretty much just gonna kind of keep going until you aren't hungry anymore. But uh, there, that was just in that one section. Then Nintendo had a really cool 
uh, thing over at the Marriott where you can play that, demo I went, game. I went along to that, and uh, I mean, that, they just took over that pretty much that entire floor, didn't they? It was just incredible. Yeah, you, you don't need a badge for it. It's anybody can go to it, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was no, I, I agree. That was that was a lot of uh, fun. I mean, if there was any other off-site uh, events that um, you went to, if you went last year. If you're watching, if you want to throw in on the Q&A, uh, yeah, let us know what you went to uh, see. Hopefully we're going to be seeing it again. We haven't heard anything about Nerd HQ uh, this year. There have been a couple of reports that um, it may not even happen in 2015. Uh, there's been one or two question marks over it's um, hmm. happening this year. Uh, but fingers crossed because it, I think it's now become almost an integral part of what um, Comic-Con is. So um, very much uh, looking forward to that. Um, got a couple of questions in already. Um, we would, we are going to be talking Spider-Man. That was going to be one of the that was going to be one of the big pieces of news we were going to talk about this week. Strangely enough, it got bumped down the list. Uh, so yeah, don't worry, we are going to be uh, discussing Spider-Man. I mean, if you want to have a think about this question, uh, who is your favourite candidate for the new Spider-Man? Have a think about that because um, uh, obviously. Andrew Garfield is out uh, as part of the, the new arrangement, which is, a, uh, is unfortunate in my opinion. There we go. Uh, Ian O'Hara is uh, watching, saying, uh, what, Leonard, what are your plans for next week's badge sales? Um, just to let you know, um, I am going to be attending as press uh, this year. Uh, uh, the, uh, the word came through. I'm going to be uh, wandering around and speaking to a bunch of people um, in a kind of official capacity. Um, but that does mean that I'm going to be watching the... Uh, badge sale next week, kind of like from a, a press perspective. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on what's going on. And obviously, uh, I'll be tweeting about um, the, the headlines of what's happening. Hopefully, it'll, fingers crossed, it will go pretty smoothly. We'll see how that works. Uh, Michael Leventhal. Hi, Michael. How are you doing, sir? Um, suggest, oh, talking about uh, off-site, uh, saying that Game of Thrones was uh, a, a, a big draw for him. Hunger Games and the Gotham Zipline as well. Um, some great suggestions there. I mean, the, hopefully we're going to be seeing some more happening on that grass section outside the Hilton Bayfront. So, uh, I mean, it, that's another thing that seems to have now become a fixed, uh, yeah. something that is now part of Comic-Con. That's the, that's the way, it, way it is. So uh, that's cool. Um, uh, is there anything that uh, you got up to, uh, uh, Mark, um, at Comic-Con, uh, other than the actual convention itself? I mean, the only time we had any spare time at all was the Sunday, and we wandered over to Nerd HQ um, and just sort of spent a little bit there, but nothing else. I mean, we, obviously, as you said, you know, the grass behind there, we was hanging around there because you can get food, so we was watching uh, the Gotham zip line and stuff like that, but we didn't do anything else because we had such a full schedule. But there was stuff that I wanted to do. I wanted to do the Game of Thrones exhibition, um, but obviously the queues... Well, you can take a whole day getting in that queue, so it was a little bit difficult. Uh, but, I mean, you're right, there is so much going on that it is ridiculous that even if you only get one day, it doesn't matter. You could spend the next three days wandering around that round gas lamp area and just watching stuff. Sure. I think it's just, yeah, you're right. Uh, not only that, but it's, it's even people who do get one day, um, no, uh, don't give up hope because um, there's stuff to do. Um, right, let's concentrate on the actual badge sale itself then. So it's all about the waiting room, um, and we're going to be receiving um, our emails as of Tuesday, uh, which is the 17th. 
Um, what that uh, email will um, contain is your member ID and also your registration code. That is going to be important because it's going to allow you access into the waiting room, which will open an hour before um, the actual badge sale starts, which is on Saturday. Now, that's at 9 a.m. People are going to have to keep an eye on me for times on this one because obviously uh, different times across uh, different time zones. So 9 a.m. Pacific, um, noon. Mid, no, uh, noon or midday um, Eastern, and 5 o'clock GMT. Uh, so an hour before then, you can kind of lazily um, walk, wander in and just type in the registration code that you were sent uh, in your email. And then everything starts getting a little bit stressful uh, from that uh, nine o'clock. Um, what I'm just trying to think uh, what we can talk about really when it comes to preparing for this. I mean, first things first, I think making sure your browser is up to scratch, mm -hmm. I think is um, a good uh, tip. Uh, now, this member ID. What member ID? Member ID. Yeah, make sure that. ID now, by now, you probably are kind of SOL'd on that one because I think they closed up member uh, member ID creation. Uh, so if you don't have it, you could be out of luck for this year. Which yes, you are. Well, right. unless unless they have the uh, a resale, which is which will be curious to see whether or not they've got. Um, uh, a sale of return badges since they're doing all of the sales so early this year, unlike last year, whether or not they'll actually have enough badges to do the, the return sale come uh, June. Well, what they made didn't, you? They didn't have a return sale last year, did they? No, nope. they didn't. And I think the reason why they didn't have it was because they had so many um, sales late in the season and everybody knew what their plans were going to be. I, I've seen a number of people reporting who did pre-reg already reporting that they, they've had to return their badges. So it, it makes sense that if, if you have people buy your badges nine, ten months in advance, um, that plans will change and they'll do return badges. Um, now, whether or not that will all translate into the uh, an additional return badge sale, we don't know that yet. So I think I think there is so much still up in the air. Um, yeah. This part, I mean, from hotel sales, um, how much the hotels are going to because the prices more than likely will be going up again for 2015. How what that impact is going to be, considering that we're now no longer uh, using our hotel uh, rates to contribute contribute towards uh, an expansion uh, to the convention center. Um, but what that's going to how that's going to affect. All this, it's, it's still a little bit up in the air. I think the only kind of definite um, kind of certainty is going to be this badge sale for next week. Um, Tanya is watching. Hello there, Tanya. Hamilton Fletcher uh, saying, Hi all. Uh, predictions for time it will uh, take for badges to sell out this year. Very good question, considering that um, last year I think you were looking at, I'm trying to recall now, was it um, 40 minutes for um, four day in preview, and I think an hour and a half, pretty much done and done. I think something like that, right around there. This year for pre-reg, it kind of went really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, it, I think it was maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes, and it was completely sold out. Yep. And so either they're 
Either either they had a very limited amount of, of badges or it just went that smoothly, where I think this year the open registration could even be done in an hour, hour and a half, and then even quicker. Just because that's, a of good names. that's a good point, John, that whether or not the, the effect of all of the people who are in groups contributed towards the badge selling out faster or whether or not um, uh, they had less badges. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to see whether or not they it used to if it was 4060 before whether or not it's 30 uh, 3070 now, which mm-hmm. would mean if that's the case if pre-reg got less badges before that means that it'll take longer to do the sellout. In addition, it's three per person this year wasn't it four last year am i misremembering i think it was or maybe it was the year before it was four but yeah the year before was certainly four um i'm trying to remember if it was um yourself and three others last year i think last year it was yourself and then two other people well that was for pre-reg but for gen reg i thought it was um it was four total I don't remember that, but you could be right. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. I, I, I could be wrong, too. <laughs> it happens. So that's, well, that's one of the things that I'm going to be looking at, you know, is sure. how quickly does it sell out. So good point. Um, Maybe they've just kind of, like, they all may have also just improved their whole system, get more bandwidth, and can kind of get people in there as well. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of this, of the, the whole uh, – Lottery type system. I've never been a great fan of it, even though I've gotten badges every year. Uh, but uh, they seem to, it seems to be running a little smoother. And the biggest, probably the biggest kind of uh, advice I would give people is work in groups. And it sounds like the forum is doing work with other people because it just gives you that many more options to, and chances for you to actually get a badge. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, very quickly, um, I have had one or two people talking about the competition. Uh, sorry to bounce away on this one, but uh, we'll come back. Um, asking about the competition, about um, I, you couldn't fit all the information in the tweet. All I'm after is the category names. I'm not wanting who's actually nominated. I'm just wanting the category names, please. So, uh, okay, we'll uh, do that. Uh, I think one thing that I was... Uh, I am going to be asking, because um, I'm going to be submitting an email um, interview to David Glanzer this week, and it is going to be one of the questions I'm going to ask, um, whether there were less pre-reg badges uh, being sold uh, last year because everything that they've done so far it just seems to be a case of they want to try and get as many badges into the hands of actual attendees Mm -hmm. as humanly possible. They've trimmed down on uh, comp badges for staff and for volunteers. They've trimmed back on badges for press and pro-reg. They've really just trimmed that, that whole bar. They've just shrunk the percentage down as much as they possibly can just so they can get as many attendees, actual fans walking through the door, which, mm-hmm. uh, fair play. I mean, I, I, um, I um, fully respect them for that. Um, we've got Artemis who has turned around and said, uh, I picked up my badge during pre-reg by a friend trying for open reg and he's a first timer. Uh, any, excuse me. <clears throat> Any tips that I should pass on to the newbie? To I've, the got a few, I've got a few tips if you want, Leonard. 
Go for it, Mark. If, okay. I, <clears throat> I was going to say, when I first started, that was three years ago, I had a notepad, and on one page I had all of the information written on this pad, even my name. I wrote down my full name. <laughs> because the thing is, when you're under pressure, <clears throat> you can spell it wrong. There's no two ways about it. So everything on this one piece of paper was next to my computer, along with my credit card. There was nothing else on my desk. So, I mean, that's how I've always done it, is one piece of paper with the relevant information, nothing else, all in capitals, and the credit card. That's it. No distractions. No. No, no, no Furby. No. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you porn open on a window somewhere. It's, it's all, it's laser focus. Laser Sorry, focus. I, I, I didn't hear what you were saying. The last website, I didn't understand what that last website was. I, 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 I um, I think it was um, Crazy for Comic Con who told me about it. I've, I've never heard of it myself. Um, but there we go. Um, Alyssa, you're uh, you're going to jump in. Yes, um, I'm posting. I'm going to be posting momentarily a, a link to the video that CCI produced a couple of years ago, um, which was for the first time they had this uh, process with the the waiting room uh, lottery, and it, so the specifics won't be the same but the process will be the same. Sure. So you'll get an idea of what the screen is, what information you're going to need to provide, when it will come up. Sit down, rewatch that. Just watch it and watch it and watch it again. And make sure I do, Mark was saying that he writes it down, I have a copy-paste, so I've got a text doc up. So I'm just copy-pasting in. You've got 15 minutes once you're in. That's going to be that was going to be my tip. Uh, yeah. It, once you're in the once you've uh, gone through the waiting yeah. room and you're in the actual badge buying process, breathe, slow <laughs> yes. down. Yeah. Like Mark said, I mean, three years ago when the waiting room wasn't introduced, it was all about getting your information as quickly into that mm -hmm. those forms yeah. uh, because you could easily lose the badges while the form was open. That's now. Right. The badges are locked the moment that you the, the available badges are locked to when you open up your session in the pre in the badge registration, which once means you you've got 15 minutes to just slow down and make sure you get all the information in there. Correctly. Once you, from my understanding, how it goes is you enter in the first badge that you're going to buy, and then you select how many badges total you're going to you want to buy, and that first the first name is filled in. So the point being is that once you select three badges, you're locked in for those three badges for that 15 minutes. So you can put input the names and the credit card numbers without the stress. We didn't actually have a guess. Uh, we, uh, we've just been reminded that, uh, excuse me, are we actually making a guess on uh, when the uh, tickets, uh, uh, the badges are going to sell out then? <laughs> <laughs> I was good at, yeah, I, I, I try to slip every once in a while. It is badges, not tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's gonna put their, um, their, 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 their hand out? Oh. Who's gonna say a time? You know, I'll start, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a poll on the forum eventually for this one. I'll, I'll start one later on today. Um, in terms of a guess, I, I'm gonna go with an hour and a half. Hmm. I'll go. I'll go long. <laughs> no, I. I think I'm going to have to. Uh, I'll go along with that as well. I think there's uh, more people 
um, wanting badges. Uh, the number just keeps rising and rising. But I think they are trying to put more badges into the pot. So I think that kind of like offsets it. So I think about an hour and a half, yeah, we're going to be done and dusted. So <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my hat, say about an hour, hour 15. And I, I think preview night's going to be gone in like 20 minutes. Yeah. That's, yeah, preview nights, yeah. I think that's one of those um, things that they've really been um, clamping down on, on preview night. They've just been making, I don't think you're going to be seeing many stickers this year, that's for certain. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we're not scaring the cack out of you, uh, Jeff. <laughs> really, um, you, 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 you've gone very kind of like, this look on your face as if to say, oh, God. Well, it's stressful. I mean, it, that's really what it boils down to is it's something you know you really want and it is all, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lottery. It's all strict luck. No matter how much preparation you do, you can still just come up short and, and it, it's stressful. Um, you know, I, I'm convinced that magically I will somehow be bestowed a badge, you know, even if it's for a day day or two. And that would be my advice for someone who's brand new. And you touched on it earlier, Leonard, is even if you only get one or two days and it's not the day that you want, go anyway, experience the convention. There's so much offsite going on. San Diego is a wonderful town. It's a beautiful time of year. Not to mention the fact that if you go that one day next year, you're eligible for the pre-reg. So don't, don't be that guy. It's like, oh, if I don't get all four days, screw it. I'll try again next year. That's kind of silly if you ask me. So just enjoy what you get. Um, it's overwhelming anyway, so there's going to be so much to do. Don't stress out over it and just... Uh, I, I think the quote, uh, 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 Jeff, is don't be that guy. Yes, yeah, don't be that guy. Um, but, but if you are that guy, that frees up more tickets for me, so I'm kind of torn. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I think the other... Th- I mean, I even say this about preview night as well, but um, people do... People do get very hung up about preview night. That it's not a full week if they're going to get if they don't get the preview night as well. I think there's so much stuff happening, and Comic Con starts um, at least a day, the Tuesday and Wednesday. So it's all over town. So don't I wouldn't. I mean, unless you are absolutely wanting those exclusives, or you are absolutely wanting to get into see those um, TV show. Um, uh, previews, which um, I don't know. I mean, you, you, they'll be kind of like floating around with other. I mean, they've been doing panels um, for those shows uh, throughout the course of Comic Con, uh, right. the Comic Con actual. So you will still get the chance to see those um, f- those first looks at those shows. So it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't have the hang up about preview night as much. Preview, in my opinion, preview night is if you get it, great. If you don't, that's fine. If you're looking for it, I mostly go for kind of the exclusives and stuff. And even if you get preview night, if you plan on going to Hasbro or Mattel or any of the big big name ones, and you just have a normal badge and you lined up, you probably won't get in. I'm not, I'm not saying that you won't, but there's a very good chance because I've had friends that were at the front of the line. They didn't get anything because people got in there beforehand. There's there's a lot of, especially if you're a new person to San Diego Comic-Con, if don't think that just because you're in line you're going to be able to get it because there's going to be 100 people inside already before the doors even open. So, Can we just talk about the Funko booth? I, I am still upset about the Funko booth. I, I, 
a year later, and I'm upset about the Funko booth. Funko, Funko is. Uh, I, I, I've got my issues with Funko, but that can be an entire new podcast. Right, totally, totally. So the point, but to to dovetail onto what you're saying, it's a great night for picking up all those secondary exclusives, the non, exactly. you know, the the pins, the Firefly keychain, the you know, mm-hmm. the comics. Marvel, you know, those kinds of things. If you're into the kind of designer vinyl toys where they're not, they're still popular, but not as popular as some of the big booths, it's a great mm-hmm. time to get all of those exclusives at once. Yeah. But we, if you don't, yeah. go, go ahead. Don't. <laughs> After you, Alyssa. No, no, I, I don't, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's your turn. Fair enough. Uh, well, I mean, we, I'm, I think we all had a lot of uh, issues with uh, Funko, but then again, this is what happens when it has become the big draw, uh, certainly that back on that back wall. Um, we once again remind you that we have had contact with uh, Funko, and we will be having a representative of the company on the Hangout at some point between now and July, and hopefully some freebies coming your way as well, so um, keep your eyes open on that. Um, Tanya... Uh, has uh, made a very good point when it comes to Preview Night. Um, I volunteered Preview Night last year and had a great time. Uh, hope to do again uh, this time uh, in 2015. Pr- volunteering is a great way to experience Preview Night because you kind of see it from kind of behind the curtain, as it were. You see it um, from the other side of the, uh, the the other side of the, the maelstrom. Um, I, I was I, I volunteered preview night um, last year and I had a great time. If anything, for telling people off, it was great. <laughs> no, you don't do that. No, don't no. Um, you want to come back and try and swap your uh, bag for um, the bag that you want? No, go away. Go away. Yeah. I have a taser. No, I don't have a taser. I can't lean against the wall. Don't lean against the wall. Some of the people at conventions, though. That's all right. <laughs> Yes, I could have a taser. I might have a taser. I don't have a taser. I could have. No, okay, maybe. I'm still trying to hope that volunteers do get issued with some kind of baton next year. So that's cool. Uh, Alyssa has posted up that video. Um, I'll also include it in the comments for the event as well. So uh, if you do check out that video because it does talk you through uh, the process. I'm hoping that we're going to have an updated version of that video um, within the next seven days. Considering that, um, you'd, you'd think it's easy enough to edit. Like you say, the process hasn't changed that much. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. No? <laughs> I don't think so, no. <laughs> maybe maybe we should just, should, should you just do, do our own. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. You know, you know, using exactly the same video, just slightly different subtitles. I'm I'm up for it. I I don't know where that's gonna fi- that's gonna land in my hierarchy of uh, things to do at this point, given the fact that that we may have another snowstorm next week. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, well let, let's um, very quickly. Uh, uh, get as many um, bits and pieces about the badge sale up and uh, sorted as we can. Mm. I think we can all agree that one of the best things that you can do when it comes to the badge sale, if you want to try and make sure to secure your badges, is a badge team. Um, That is um, basically where you uh, coordinate with 
um, three or four others uh, to take part in the badge sale. Um, the first person in would then buy for the rest of the team. Um, it's essential to make sure that you have all the details of your other members of the team to hand, um, that you agree on how the badges are going to be paid beforehand. Um, if you do want to head to uh, the um, forum, there are a number of uh, badge teams, but apparently they are closing. Yes. Um, I spotted that. We're, we're, yep, sorry, I, I, I just posted that. We're closing yeah. down. I've got to lock them down. Um, people need to get sorted and organized. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just like the member ID system. Fair enough. Um, yep. We are, have also been talking about um, how long the badges are going to take. We've got somebody who's put uh, their um, guess up on the Q&A. Uh, this is from Cat Lily. Uh, Sell out in one hour, all badges. <laughs> <laughs> Preview night in 15 minutes, Saturday in 35. <laughs> pretty specific. It's yes. pretty, number one is specific, and number two, it, very poss- those are pretty good numbers. Yeah, it's yeah. probably true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. Those just going to have a countdown and that watch going and just kind of waiting for it all to come down. I am yeah. going to be I'm going to be paying very close attention. So uh, one of us have got to keep track of this because I never do. I always forget this this data points and yeah. So please let us know what they actually do because I will forget. Sure, I will absolutely keep an eye on it. Um, let's see. Dan Page is turning around and saying, "I'm going to forget preview night." Um, it worked out to be 129. Uh, oh, this is pounds, so he's English. Hello. Um, 129 pounds for Thursday to Sunday. Don't forget, everyone will be going for preview night as well. So don't go for the four days. Um, I don't know. I mean, thoughts on that? You know, just skip the preview night madness. I've had people skip preview night. If they didn't, if it wasn't available, it's not. Preview night isn't that great of a night, but. It, if it's there for me, because I like go on the convention floor. Otherwise, you could leave it. Sure. There is um, the first year I went to Con, I went four days, and the second year I went five days. And there's a noticeable difference in terms of my energy level. Now I'm not fit, <laughs> Jeff. So that you know that that may have played into it. <laughs> um, but there, it took a lot more energy. You know, I, I was absolutely really wiped by the end of five days. So if you're at all one of those people that are that are wondering about, how, you know, and they're getting up early and they're staying up late and maybe having some of the adult beverages and, you know, it makes her a long con all five days. Yep. No, that makes I, sense. I stayed a lot of time actually at the pool last year. I stayed at the, the, the Bayfront. And it was nice just hanging out at the pool and watching everybody lined up kind of burning in the sun. <laughs> no, cool. Um, so has anybody got any last-minute things when it comes to the badge sale that you want to talk about? Because um, the, the system seems pretty solid. They, they've got that pretty much nailed down. Uh, just to rein, re, reiterate what you said earlier, Leonard, of Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> it's, now, uh, it's now got a situation uh, set up now where you can. You can just kind of Slow down. Just, I mean, I, I know a lot of people do get very stressed out about the fact that you don't get any kind of indicator where you are um, once that 
um, nine o'clock starts. Um, it's it's difficult, but um, it's now part of the system. So I mean, you, we never know. We may even get a uh, some kind of clicker system this time, where you can actually see where you are. I wouldn't hold your breath. So um, fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, very quickly about the competition. We're giving away three fox catcher uh, t-shirts designed by the guys at Dark Bunny Tees. Uh, we've got a couple of entries already, but we want to try and give away three of the t-shirts um, today. What we are looking for are um, the categories which Foxcatcher is nominated for at the Academy Awards next Saturday. We're not wanting the names. You don't even have to tweet it at me. Okay, you don't even have to put Englishman SDCC. We just need the hashtag FoxcatcherComp, C-O-M-P. We want the five categories which the film is up for, and we'll be making a draw at the end of this hangout for three of those T-shirts and some promo codes as well, so you can uh, exchange those uh, on the Dark Bunny Tees site. Okay. Um, we'll talk about Oscars in a second. We'll also talk about Spider-Man. But uh, let's talk about getting ready for uh, Comic-Con and the reason why we've brought uh, Jeff Mueller uh, onto the Hangouts. He's been sat there patiently, getting very, very nervous and worried about badge sales next week. But, um, yeah, it's all about preparing at this point. Um, we're talking about 20 weeks out. Um, so where, where, what, what can we do at this point to really get ready for uh, Comic-Con uh, this year? Well, I mean, Comic-Con, like, like Alyssa mentioned, is it can be overwhelming if you're not used to it. Is it, you walk, you, okay, to say you walk a lot is an understatement. <laughs> you, you, you are, you are taking the ring to Mordor. I mean, it, <laughs> uh, it is a just nonstop walk fest. Um, it's line after line, uh, you're, everything you want to see will invariably be at the other end of the convention center and you'll have 10 minutes to get there. Uh, it, it it's just how it is. Uh, then you're walking, you're walking from your hotel if you're in Gas Lamp to down to the convention center, back and forth to change, and you're going out to get lunch. You're just walking a ton, and if you're not used to it, it can. I don't want to say it can ruin your experience, but it definitely can bring it down. If by day two or three your feet are killing you, your legs are cramping up, and you're miserable. So, I mean, honestly, the best advice I have for anyone that wants to go to Comic Con that is not a physically active individual is walk. Just get outside and walk a lot. Walk stairs, walk, you know, any chance you have to park further away in, in a parking lot to get to the store, take it. Um, if you want to, if you're one of those guys that's going for a ton of the previews, uh, you know, like was mentioned earlier, I actually recommend walking with a book bag filled with some books. Get used to walking around with stuff hanging off your shoulders because I've seen people just, go mad, like, talking about how bad their shoulders hurt from carrying stuff around if they're not used to it. I know it's simple stuff, but honestly, uh, if you're spending that much money for a convention experience, you, you don't want to peter out on day two. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, one thing I know, I, 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 off the back of that, um, uh, I could show a picture, and I think I might just retweet it from my collection, of what my shoes look like on day two. Uh, yep. I actually ended up buying some new shoes, uh, which even destroyed my feet even further. Um, so I'd certainly have uh, get your uh, the, your best shoes uh, all broken in and ready for uh, con when you go. Now, I I I ended up acting like a complete newbie last year. Um, I, I I went with what I thought were 
the my most comfortable shoes. They fell apart by Thursday. Oh, it was awful. And then I wore um, so I got some brand new shoes on the Friday, and they absolutely destroyed my feet. Shoes, I think, are a good um, definitely good good tip, good tip as well. Two pair, two pair, yeah. rain two pair. <laughs> Yeah, that's good advice. I mean, I did the same thing last year. I bought new shoes about the week beforehand and forgot to break them in. And <laughs> they tore up the back of my ankles. You know, everyone makes that mistake. I mean, if you're not, if you're not thinking about it. So yeah, definitely a couple comfortable pairs of shoes. Um, and I mean, of course I'm going to preach, you know, eat right. Uh, you know, just get, get in a little bit better shape is always good. Um, you know, try and, Clean up your diet a little bit, especially as you get closer. Cut out the sodas, drink a lot of water, all that stuff. To just get yourself used to being healthier just is good all around. I mean, it, it's weird for me to say, get healthy so you can experience con. You know, that, like, that's, that's a weird, that's a weird kind of thing. You're pushing it there, Jeff, I think. You're pushing it a little too much. I know, I, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eat pizza until two weeks beforehand. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Crash study to get healthy. No, that's silly talk. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, um, just basic stuff it, it is helpful. Just eat a little better, exercise a little bit, do a lot of walking. Um, doesn't have to be I was, just, I, 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 I was gonna say, are there any exercises that you can recommend to, uh, <laughs> at this point, at this, at this far point out? I mean, is there anything, so like, um, leg crunches? I don't know. What would you, what would you recommend? <laughs> I, I, I just recommend exercising, period. I mean, it doesn't matter this far out or closer. I mean, it, especially, you know, like Alyssa had mentioned, you know, being snowed in the house. There's just stuff you can do at home. You know, I'm a big advocate of, like, little 10-minute workouts for people that aren't necessarily uh, comfortable going to the gym or things like that, or people that are just trying to – break out of their sedentary lifestyle. I'm a big fan of doing stuff in commercial breaks during your favorite TV shows, things like that, whether it's crunches, push-ups, uh, jumping back. Good tip. Yeah, it's so, lunges, squats, those sorts of body weight exercises. And so, just so, Jeff, okay, sure. what can I do in 10 minutes at home when I'm snowed in? <laughs> Key phrase of snowed in, and I haven't shoveled that day. So, and a cardiovascular focus, not really weight, just cardio, you know, getting the lungs going. Ten minutes? What, what would you, yeah. In ten minutes, you should be able to bang out, let's say, at a beginner level, I would say, do 50 jumping jacks, a couple of push-ups, uh, probably 20, 30 lunges, maybe 20, 30 squats, 15, 20 sit-ups, and then if you finish that before your 10 minutes is done, cycle back through again. And then if you want to be really, you know, really uh, aggressive with it, throw in some stuff like maybe do some burpees. If you have a jump rope at home, jump rope is excellent to do. Uh, you throw on your headphones, you know, watch it. Watch your favorite show on TV and just jump rope for a while. All that stuff doesn't take up much room and, and it's great for you. You know, it, it doesn't take any, doesn't take anything more than some willpower and a little bit of breath. Cool. Well, I'd actually, I'd like to recommend if possible, Jeff, um, in the next sort of uh, week or so, if you could do a post on stuff that you can do in the house using households. Absolutely. Or, or have you done one already? Oh, we've, I've got a whole series of at-home workouts that you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I, I you know, I, I've, I've been remiss on, I've been focusing so much on the website with diet and motivation lately. I do need to put up some new workout series. So I'll, I'll get, I'll get another one out. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we've got, just um, for us oh, newbies oh, here. Oh, for, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I keep yeah. saying every year that I, I'm going to, I, I try and, I mean, let's put it this way. Uh, my last McDonald's was back in December. Um, so I'm cutting fast food and um, sort of uh, sort of takeaways out. And I'm, 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 I'm doing my best. And I do remember one tip as well that you gave me uh, regarding, because I was um, trying to change my diet and have cereals on a morning, at which point you just turned around and went, possibly not the wisest idea purely because of all the, the stuff that they put on cereals to keep it fresh and to keep it crunchy and to just eat fruit. Uh, so I have, I'm on, I'm on yeah. the apples and the orange to start uh, a day. No, that makes, it makes more sense. Let's put it that a, way. A little protein and a little, you know, a, a, some vegetables slash fruit in the morning is the way to go. Cool. Dan Page has actually turned around and said, where can I have a look at that workout? Uh, well, I think the best thing to do is actually just go to uh, uh, Jeff's page, which is just to, uh, it's the jerd.com. Jerd.com, there you go. There you but go. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll tweet out, I'll tweet out the links to the at-home workouts uh, in a couple minutes here. Excellent stuff. Um, let's just, because uh, I'm just uh, keeping an eye on the competition as well, because we have got a couple of entries, but if you do want to um, uh, take part in that uh, competition, once again, we're looking for the five categories that Foxcatcher is going to be nominated or is nominated for next Sunday. We're not wanting any names. Uh, we're not even needing my name tweeted to. We're just keeping an eye on the hashtag FoxcatcherComp. So there you go. Um, we will be handing out those T-shirts by the end of this hangout. So thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, on that, Jeff. Once again, do check out thejerd.com. That's T-H-E-J-E-R-D.com. All of the uh, exercises that he talks about are on there, and he will be, of course, over the course of between now and July, okay. talking about um, how you can uh, certainly ramp up as you get closer to Comic-Con, because it is all about uh, getting prepared for it now. Okay, um, let's see what we've got here. Um, Michael Leventhal, actually, this is something that he could possibly jump in on. Uh, Michael Leventhal um, said he bought some knee braces, and they help. Um I, I kind of see where he's coming from, but I'm just thinking that perhaps um, the exercise to kind of have a good basis to go on, uh, I think, before kind of strapping yourself up. Well, no, I mean, if you have, if you're not used to walking a lot and uh, if you've got bad knees or maybe you're a little overweight or as you're getting older, maybe arthritis is starting to set in, like some neoprene uh, leg sleeves and things like that are great. I know I wear them occasionally when I work out just if my <laughs> – my early onset arthritis is acting up on my knee. You know, I, I think those things are a godsend, and they're relatively cheap. Um, there's no shame in that at all, whether it's a knee sleeve or an ankle sleeve or something. If that helps when you're walking, you know, it'll keep it nice and warm, a little support. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a wise investment. Cool. Excellent. Right. Um, well, let's see what else uh, other people are uh, uh, sort of uh, talking about on the Q&A. Um, Robert Thornton's turning around saying, why are we sharing all of our good tips? It's not hard enough to get tickets. Now we give away any advantage we have. That's what this Hangout is for. This is for people who want to come together and um, uh, uh, help each other. So it's all about supporting each other, not just kind of batting each other away with sticks. 
We saved that for fifth uh, for the Friday, for God's sake. Um, let's see what else we've got on here. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got ourselves Ian uh, saying, uh, "So who's all ready for One Direction during Comic Con this year?" Stop. We're not talking. We are not talking about One Direction again. All right. I but think... I've got a crush on Harry. Where's my mate? Put that hand down. You stop that. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, what was uh, there's a hashtag doing the rounds today regarding. Um, I think it's uh, Nile. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, regarding uh, uh, an, uh, an admission of his um, uh, relationship status. Let's put it that way. I'm trying to put it in a way which I'm not going to get myself into trouble. Because last time I talked about One Direction, I made a couple of uh, opinions known, and my God, they came out of the woodwork for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm just going to turn around and say that One Direction are wonderful. There you go. Um, as for um, how it's going to impact Comic-Con, I think we've talked about it before. It's the other side of town. The only impact it's really going to have is the hotels. Which leads us on to uh, this. So, uh, we have, have, oh, do you think they're going to have a, a One Direction kind of a thing in Hall H? Sorry, pardon. <laughs> a One Direction, uh, 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 what a, a thing in Hall H with One Direction. It'll be like the I, new uh, Twilight. Well, <laughs> like their, like their um, Metallica thing uh, last year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, or the, the, the MTV thing at Petco Park. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad that I wasn't drinking when you said that, because I could have spit-take over everything at that point. Um, I, I just I want to clear up one thing. You said it's not going to impact, and it will impact the commuters. Okay. The New Direction concert, concert will impact commuters who okay. take the, the trolley in. No, and sense. park up in that area. It's. I mean, we've also had the um, the article that got posted on um, SDCC unofficial blog this week regarding uh, that one of the car parking spaces is going to be uh, lost this year uh, due right. to a construction that's happening by Petco Park. So that's another piece of pressure when it comes to uh, parking in San Diego. So that's going to be uh, slightly awkward. So um, let's see. Right, let's. Um, this is good. This is hangouts taking longer than I thought we were after. So um, let's very quickly. Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. let's do that. We're going to do Spider Man, and then we're going to let um, Mark let rip on the Oscars. So let's uh, do that. Uh, yes, Monday was uh, what I thought was going to be the big news of uh, this week, which is um, Sony is allowing uh, Marvel Studios into their uh, process of creating the new Spider-Man. Um, what was everyone's take on this when they saw... I mean, who, who's the big Spider-Man fans amongst the guests? I, I do love me some Spidey, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was happy to see it, and it makes sense. I mean, it 100% makes sense that, you know, Marvel's, Marvel Studios just can do no wrong right now. It is a juggernaut of unstoppable you know, of an unstoppable nature, and the money it generates is obscene. Sony would be stupid to keep fighting the battle. You know, just give in and join the board uh, and and reap the benefits. I think everyone wins in this situation. There's no loser other than poor Andrew Garfield. I mean, he's the only one. He's the only guy that's missed losing out, 
And, and honestly, you know, I, I know you're a fan. I didn't think he was that great of a Spider-Man. I mean, I think he's a great actor. It just wasn't a good fit for me. So I'm kind of really happy to see something new and I'm crossing my fingers that we get Miles Morales. I, I don't, I don't want Peter Parker again. Uh, well, that is actually part of, uh, a part of the press release that came from Sony that, um, it is going to be, um, extending or talk, uh, carrying on the, uh, the story of Peter. Actually, it actually, yeah, you see, it actually mentioned, ah. it mentioned Peter specifically, unfortunately. Uh, so I don't think, I think with a, a new, um, iteration of Spider-Man on screen, they just want to try and keep some kind of continuity. Um, I didn't, I really got wound up by all the posts turning around saying that, uh, uh, Spider-Man is returning to the Marvel family. Um, yeah. Spider-Man is back home. He's not. By any stretch of the imagination. Chill your boots. Um, Spider-Man is a Sony property and will remain Sony until they decide to sell out or sell Spider-Man completely out. But they are allowing Marvel to get their creative um, offices involved. Uh, Kevin Feige is going to be involved in co-production, co-production of the um, single, f- the uh, standalone movie in 2017. Everything is moving out of the way for that film, so they are working in very close co- collaboration, but it's a Sony film. Never forget that. And quite frankly, they haven't exactly had the best hit rate when it comes to doing what they need to do for uh, for Spider-Man. I mean, what's your take on this, uh, uh, John? Well, I, I think it's cool that Marvel's going to be able to use Spider-Man a little bit. Um, what I'm kind of annoyed with or kind of like don't want to see more of the reboot and more origin stories. Oh, we, yes. we know yes. what where Spider-Man has come from. We know Peter Parker. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die every every third movie because they want to give a new Spider-Man person. Just mm-hmm. continue it. I wouldn't mind seeing if it is still Peter Parker. I wouldn't mind seeing like uh, I'm not saying Miles Morales, but like a Peter Parker doesn't have to be pretty much a white Spider-Man. Just Get us something new, get us something interesting, and not the same thing over and over and over again. Like, with the Fantastic Four coming out, that's... I don't know about how I feel about that, but in regards to Peter Parker and Spider-Man, just give us something fresh and new, and don't rehash the same thing that's been said over and over again. No, it makes sense. Uh, I've been... I'm more excited about the idea that we could see some of the Marvel characters in the standalone movie. Uh, mm-hmm. that there is that kind of like to and fro between the two properties. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I, I, that interests me, that there is going to be some continuity. I think that's what we're all really wanting yeah. from it. I think the most exciting, the most interesting part of the whole thing, for me uh, personally, was the uh, revelation about um, how much money had changed hands. Um, obviously, Marvel has offered dump trucks of cash in Sony's direction to try and and get Spider-Man in their direction and to try and get Spider-Man back. Off the back of this deal, which is going to involve characters going backwards and forwards between the two properties, where Spider-Man is going to be having a unified look amongst the Marvel Universe and the Sony release. All of this toing and froing and all of the, uh, even the moving out of the way of the Marvel films so the standalone can have that date all on its own. How much money changed hands? Not a single cent. <laughs> not a single dollar changed is changing hands it's all about collaboration it's all about what is best for both and that, that 
Mm-hmm. That shows a lot of maturity on both sides. I think that's incredible. I mean, especially mm. from especially from Sony. I mean, yeah. Who is definitely who after the money left, right, and centre? What do you think, Mark? Uh, it's a tough one. I I'm in agreement with you, Leonard, that this is a Sony film. This is not Marvel. I think Sony will be writing the film, and then they will send the script over for final approval, and there might be a couple of tweaks, but that's it. Uh, I don't expect anybody from the Marvel Universe to cross over into this film. I think it's still going to be a standalone film. Um, it, it's a tough one for Sony because, you know, you take away James Bond from them and they haven't really got too much for them. So they are banking a lot on this. And I, I can see why they've taken it in because Marvel, obviously, you know, they're, they're the be-all and end-all for uh, comics at the moment in film. But... I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, and the last couple of films were absolutely terrible. So, I honestly, I, nah, I'm not bothered about it, really, but it is a Sony film. That's the thing. It's a Sony film. It's not Marvel. Fair and you And you were saying, who would you want in next? I've got two people here. I'd either like to see Jamie Hector, or I'd like to see Dan Stevens. Okay. Um... I'm just going to say, the, the two names that have been doing the rounds are Logan Lerman and Dylan O'Brien, both of which I'm not particularly familiar with. Dan Stevens I like the the idea of, but I'm just wondering if he might be too old? Oh, no, I wouldn't have thought so, no. I mean, if you look at his work, if you watch The Guest... Not, I mean, forget Downton because that's different. But if you watch the guest, there is a very much an aggressive person there. But also, he can play, you know, the lovey-dovey type role, and obviously he takes his top off in it as well. So there's something there for those people who want that as well. But I, I think he would be a great fit. I think he's the perfect age for it as well. Okay. I mean, what's uh, everyone else's take on it? I and mean, who else? Who's their dream casting idea for Spider-Man? Alyssa? No. Nothing. I, I... Yeah, I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm just listening. You're, you're, you're just listening in because you're just looking forward to Daredevil. That's all you're up for. Absolutely. You're just, you're just I mean, that that, and, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Constantine to get, you know, to get to move over to sci-fi. That's my well, other. Yeah, I mean, that's been the other news this week that um, uh, it wasn't renewed or certainly wasn't on the NBC renew list. Um, it's, I think it, that's been on a knife edge, and I think everyone's been talking about that going over to sci-fi. Um, I think it's probably going to be the best thing for it. The the demographics, uh, if if we're shifting focus here for a moment, the demographics for the 18 to 49 age group for Constantine have really rebounded um, in the past couple of weeks. I haven't seen the numbers for last Friday for two days ago, but um, which bodes well. And perhaps we'll, uh, you know, we will see the move. Um, I'm hoping that we'll get a panel. If we get a panel at um, San Diego, I, I think, you know, that's that's to my mind is going to be the 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 tipping point. You know, the, they may announce something, you know, about the Sci-Fi Channel beforehand, but I, I'm I'm hope just fingers crossed for a panel because then something I know something's going to happen somewhere somehow. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a long time between now and July. I think we, we, we'd, we'll hear either yeah. way before then, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, Spider-Man, I don't know. I, you know, a lot of choices. I would like to see um, race-neutral casting across the board. Uh, 
to my mind, that's the way to go. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd love, <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the f- female Thor, but, <laughs> but I, I definitely race neutral. Sure. Well, I mean, we've got a suggestion from Ian O'Hara saying, put Miles Morales on Netflix. Um, <laughs> it's a great suggestion, but I think Sony will be keeping a very firm grip on Spider-Man. So I think, uh, I mean, I'd love to see Miles Morales. I think Miles Morales was one of the best character um, introductions. It was just handled so well. I think it was just, I think between that and Spider-Gwen, I thought that was, yeah, it was a... Oh, God, oh, leave me alone! I. <laughs> oh no, no, no! You don't know. I'm, I'm just heavy into, and Silk is coming out in a week or two, which is the, the other, you know, comic of, of <clears throat> Spider Gwen proportions, perhaps, maybe, who knows? Speculative. Oh, that Spider Verse. Um, apparently, there's a link which um, Artemis has uh, put upon. Uh, the sci-fi Twitter said there is no room, uh, no truth in the Constantine rumor, and he's oh. put, a, put a link, uh, which I can't, I'm going to have to uh, have a quick look at it for, um, just uh, have a quick glance at that. So, okay, uh, so this, obviously Spider-Man was uh, going to be was going to be the big news at the beginning of the week. Um, I'm just trying to uh, possibly think then who, I mean, you were saying, Mark, that you don't think we're going to be getting any um, Marvel characters in the standalone? I can't imagine it. Uh, it's, I, I think there's too it's much. Part, it's part of the arrangement. Yeah, the yeah, but do you, I wonder if it will be ten minutes at the end and go, hey, look at all my great mates. We're all going down the pub or something like that. You know, I don't imagine it being the crossover like we've seen with Arrow and The Flash or anything like that, where they've kept it, not just one episode, you know, they've kept it for a couple of episodes and things like that. I think they want to focus on getting Spider-Man back into the big time. And if it means 10 minutes at the end with, you know, whoever, it, if Thor turns up or Iron Man, then fine. But they need to establish Spider-Man back again. They can't be bringing all these people in because it's not a Spider-Man movie then. It's Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which was the cartoon in the 80s. You know, we might as well watch that instead. So I think, yeah, maybe one person, but I can't imagine it's going to be the whole host of them. Fair enough. Um, I, I mean, I certainly am not going to be uh, holding my breath that uh, Cap- uh, Captain America Civil War is suddenly now going to be a full-blown Civil War movie from the comics. That's just not going to happen. Um, the uh, the tweet that went out, by the way, which uh, Artemis has uh, referred to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, this is from the Sci-Fi Twitter um, turning around saying, I've had, uh, this was on, uh, a Friday, sorry. Um, I've had, I've, I've heard no discussion of Constantine moving to sci-fi. I don't know where that rumor came from. <clears throat> That's a shame. Who's that from? That was from, uh, the, the, uh, Ted, um, Azari, who runs the, uh, sci-fi Twitter. Um, mm. that's a shame. Because uh, that would that would that would have worked. It would it would have been good. So at this point, it really is a case of save Constantine or say goodbye. That's a shame. Right. Um. Very quickly, then let's move on to uh, next Sunday, uh, which is the 87th Academy Awards. Uh, the Oscars season is here. Um. And this is where we now turn over to Mark Serby. Uh. So Mark. Uh. Certainly, when it comes to 
the genre stuff, uh, which is of interest to Comic-Con fans. What uh, can we expect from Oscars next week? Uh, Who knows? I mean, they're they're so out of touch, it's unbelievable. How can you snub the Lego movie? I mean, hello, come on, you know... That's it, you know, as soon as they snubbed the Lego movie, that was it, forget it. Yeah, there's no point watching it. Um, I don't know, I, I don't know what you can expect because there's always these things. I mean, look at Selma, you know, it's been passed over and it shouldn't have been. Um, I, I honestly think Richard Linklater will walk away with quite a bit. I really think he deserves it. Um, but you know, beyond that, you just, it's such a lottery, and as much as people go, oh, well, you know, it's all about popularity, or it's all about how much of an indie film it is, or, you know, how much of a powerful film it is, it's none of those. It really isn't. It's about who's who's deciding what's the best film at the moment, and the thing is, it shouldn't be about that. It should really be about what is doing well, you know, what is getting people to the cinema, what is bringing all the family out, or what is making this impact that is reverberating around the world. But, I mean, when was the last time we saw anything like that? This is the thing. And th- this is what I wanted to talk to about, Leonard, was when are we going to see a comic book superhero movie actually nominated for a Best Picture? I mean, w- the closest we've ever been is Heath Ledger, obviously, one for Dark Knight, which is fantastic. But when are we going to see one for a Best Picture? I mean, sh- it's about time, surely. Okay, you know, there's some, you know, Spider-Man, maybe not, or whatever else. Thor, maybe not, but there are films out there. I mean, you can't say that The Avengers isn't an entertaining film and it doesn't push boundaries or anything like that. It is a film that you really should be up there because you've got to remember, Best Picture is up to ten films and they changed that the year after The Dark Knight wasn't eligible. So, are they still pushing out? I I think they're still pushing out. I think they have no interest because they don't think it looks, it doesn't fit in with their you know, their idea of what a good film should be. Oh, we can't nominate, you know, the Avengers because look at it. It's all just guys in dresses in front of green screens. It's not doing anything. When in fact, we all love it. This is the thing. And it brought people into the cinemas who weren't nerds and geeks and stuff like that. And it basically did that. I mean, The Dark Knight pretty much changed comic book movies in the multiplex over the past five years, it all of a sudden turned around and said, you know what, it can be cool, it can be amazing, and it can make millions of dollars. There's no reason why not. But I'm just wondering... I don't don't even think we have to go back as far as Dark Knight to uh, talk about something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it comes to getting um, bums on seats, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, um, certainly for the uh, comic book movies, it dominated uh, last year. Uh, um, and people have been really kind of confused why it was, why it has been effectively completely snubbed uh, at this year's uh, Academy Awards. It is all about the the kind of the serious uh, films, the um, theory of everything, the uh, imitation game, Birdman, Whiplash, Boyhood. Those are kind of like the the, the five, um, which are, I, 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 it's got to be said. I mean, I am a big fan of a bunch of those films. Uh, I think. Um, Birdman, I'd really love to see. I mean, if we're going to talk uh, genre heroes, I'd love to see Michael Keaton up there on stage winning the Best Actor. And if anything, out of all of it, it that's the, the the award it really, really does deserve because he <laughs> absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, Whiplash, I think, has now it start the, the 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 fire has now started to die away from it. 
The drumbeat um, is slowly disappearing. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but we could always have that little drumbeat start back up again, he says, running the end of the film. Um, basically with J.K. Simmons going up on uh, stage. So yeah. that would be a, 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 a great thing to see for a best supporting actor. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think Boyhood's going to be uh, the one to kind of to, to beat. Um, I think a lot of people just like the idea of an independent director making that kind of commitment to make a film. So I think the, the, the Academy is going to acknowledge that. But when it comes to actually entertainment value, I think you're right. The comic book movies just do seem to be um, kind of lost. I mean, Robert Thornton's turned around and said, have any comic films, comic book movies, won Academy Awards um, beyond the technical categories? No. Well, and I, I, can't, I can't think of one. Well, oh, Heath Ledger Heath obviously Ledger. won for the Donut, but yeah, no, nothing else. I mean, even if you go back to Superman, which with Christopher Reeve, you know, that only won for technical stuff, and you're like, hello. I mean, you can believe a man can fly. Why isn't this happening? And okay, maybe you know we're talking about late seventies, but there's something there, and it keeps bringing it up, and they just keep ignoring it. No, I, I go along with that. I mean, uh, then again, uh, someone has, I think it's Dan Page, has turned around and said, um, if we are talking bums on seats then, I mean, admittedly, it's not going to be eligible for this year, but Fifty Shades of Grey then should be uh, <laughs> up for, uh, sorry, did, did you just explode then? No, uh, no <laughs> that's the wrong choice of words, surely. Um, yeah, so you know what, I didn't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even go there, sir. Oh, Thank you should just gag yourself. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for lowering the tone. <laughs> Fifty okay. Shades of Grey. Mm, well, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes, well, Fifty Shades of Grey has exploded uh, all <laughs> over cinema screens uh, this week. Sorry, what? Wrong choice of words again? Uh, what? Well, no, I mean, just butts in seats, really. I mean, while, while it's a, a good indicator that a movie's popular, popularity doesn't necessarily correlate to quality. Yeah. So, I mean... That argument is kind of fallacious when you think about it. I mean, if there's a lot of really popular stuff that is really kind of just mediocre crap. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that the Oscars seem to, they seem to look at comic book movies. Just, you know, it's no different than... It's, not, it's almost the, like they look, it's almost it's like the they look at comic book movie. movies like the, the Special Olympics category, though. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's the liter- it's a literary argument, though. Like, you know, for a long time, comic books were not considered literature. It was yeah. just, oh, it's that stuff. And finally, you know, after things like Watchmen and The Dark Knight and, and you know, Daredevil Born Again and these just amazing uh, storylines, did the, the, the literary community kind of embrace comic books. We just haven't had that point yet with cinema. I think it's coming. And, and it will happen, but I, I just don't think it's going to be anytime soon. No, it makes sense. Um, I I will be watching the Oscars because uh, as a film fan, I I'm just interested in seeing the pomp and circumstance. And not only that, but I'm a huge Neil Patrick Harris fan anyway. So I mean, I'll be I'll be watching. But no, I think we can all agree that there's there's kind of like a a, a lack of acknowledgement of the. Uh, the the skills involved and also just the the sheer storytelling uh, capabilities. I mean, yeah, Lego Movie, that's the one that's got that got me. Considering that that film worked on so many levels and just operated yep. on until the end. <laughs> I like the end. 
<laughs> I, I'm saying it. I like the end. <laughs> when, they, when, they, when they brought in when they brought in Will Ferrell and stuff, they're just like, eh. I love the I, movie. I really like the Lego movie, but then it just seemed kind of like an easy way out or like a boring way out of it. I I liked it. No, I think you're. I I liked it. I, I think the only disappointment for me was that we didn't actually have Harrison Ford voice um, Han Solo in the <laughs> Falcon. That was the only disappointment for me. Um, I, I, what I absolutely loved about um, the Lego movie was the fact that um, the, the entire film was just telling you about um, you really shouldn't conform. You shouldn't do what the instructions tell you, which basically said to the entire technic department of the company, go jump. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, just, it basically just told an entire division of their own company that nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I just thought that was hilarious and if you've ever had to build one of the complicated Lego pieces Lego things it's it's all about following the directions because if you make one move wrong in step 3 you're you're paying for it in step 20 Big time. Yeah. I mean, there's that's right. Word for word, or piece by piece. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no way in hell you can open up the box to that um, uh, Avengers helicarrier or that brand new Tie Fighter that got announced yesterday, and oh. think that you can t- in the instructions. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me some super glue in 20 minutes. I can do this. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not gonna work. Okay. <laughs> Um, right. Speaking of the TIE Fighter, there was um, the Toy Fair was recently, uh, uh, it's been happening this weekend in New York City. And uh, so expect and follow, if anybody's looking at the toys, expect a lot of new announcements and follow, you know, them on Twitter and all. Um, I've seen some uh, uh, Transformers, uh, Gen... Uh, the oh god I'm I'm totally messing up all the, <laughs> the names of it Mike Mike Leventhal will jump in and go who's at Toy Fair this and say no no this is what you meant to say <laughs> but there's a, a couple of new Transformers that are coming out which probably will end up in the Hasbro booth and probably in the hundred and fifty dollar range that are going to be on a lot of people's lists um, um, morphing Giant something. <laughs> oh, put me down for two. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, 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 I would, I would like a morphing power something, please. Yeah, I'd, I'll, have, yeah. I'll find a link and put a post it in the in the comments, guys. Sorry. That'd be great. Um, no, you're, yeah, absolutely right. I would um, certainly. Uh, you, we've been hearing a lot about the toys stuff that have been announced mm. for Avengers: Age of Ultron as well, and I think that's pretty much where we are now. Definitely seeing our design for um, Vision, and also um, absolutely uh, all the details are coming out of uh, the the toys. Funko again did dominate uh, New York Comic Con, so um, expect more of that. Basically, uh, don't expect um, an easy ride at uh, Comic Con, any of them, <laughs> when it comes to Funko, because uh, there's it just it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So there we go. Uh, let's have a look. Um, Robert Thornton's asking, Leonard, will you be hosting a cup of tea live from the convention center from the con again? I live in San Diego and I missed last year. Yes, I will. I will be doing my best to host uh, live shows. Uh, basically, I'm going to be trying to do a lot of stuff. Now that I've got um, 
press, I kind of like have to, I'm obligated to do so. I will be doing a number of um, uh, cup of tea stuff and I will be doing a lot of video stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you very much indeed for that. Um, we've got Ian O'Hara uh, turning around and saying, I heard Constantine got renewed for a second season despite the low ratings. Yeah, I mean, I, we haven't heard any official uh, line on that, but... Um, that would be great. It would, because, uh, I mean, from what I have Where seen... Where did you hear that, Ian? Sorry? Where did Ian hear that? Absolutely. Uh, Ian, if you can post that in either the comments or yeah. over uh, in the comment of the event, uh, do let us know so people can kind of keep a track on well, that. Well, I think I'm really excited for that one. <laughs> I think you would, wouldn't you? You'd, I, you, you? you would have to be in the other stall... When someone else is um, talking about that while, uh, um, yes, uh, having a private moment. Right. Um, okay. Let's see what else has been uh, talked about. I mean, we, I think we wanted to talk about the badge sale, uh, but at the end of the day, it is one of those systems that is now in place. It is stressful for the people taking part, but at the end of the day, the, the, the system itself is pretty much solid. So... Do check out the video. I'll uh, make sure that the link is in the comments of the um, uh, the um, the actual event page. I'll try my best to tweet it. I'll also ask my guests as well if they can find that uh, to tweet that as well. Um, I think what we've got is one last thing with the uh, T-shirts, unless there's anything anyone else wants to talk about. Um, one, just one more thing, Tony. Uh, Cam Crazy for Comic-Con did a really nice post on getting prepared for con, and I'm going to post a link for that uh, in the, the comment section. Uh, his, he's crazy for the, the number for comiccon.wordpress.com. Yeah. So. We're, going to try, we're going to try and get Tony on a future cup of tea. He said that he'll do it. He's, he tweeted today that he would said he'd come back on, so um, hopefully we'll try and get him on as soon as we possibly can. Um, John, anything from yourself? No. Good. I, think we, I think we're pretty much uh, all sorted. Mark, anything from yourself? I just wanted to add one thing about the Oscars. Uh, okay. John Travolta is preventing. Oh, John Travolta is presenting. So <laughs> we can all look forward to him getting somebody else's name wrong. Yay! <laughs> oh, that was so much fun last year. And on, it was, no, it was, it was the joke that it was the joke that kept on giving. It was lovely. It was just oh, it was brilliant. Um, and yourself, Jeff, anything else that you want to cover from the news of the last seven days? No, not really. I, I think I'm good, man. Cool. Well, I mean, I would like to say to yourself, Jeff, all the very best of luck to you next Saturday. Uh, we'll all have our fingers crossed for you. I really do. Uh, indeed, anyone who's watching, if you are taking part in the uh, Open Online next week, best of luck to you. I really do uh, yes. wish you all the best, and may you get the badges you deserve. Absolutely. Uh, where can people find you online, Jeff? People can find me. Of course, you can always find me at my uh, geek-related web health website, which is thegerd.com. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitter, at TheMightyGerd. Excellent. Um, <laughs> thank you very much indeed to John from Nerdlink for joining us. I do like the fact that you keep changing your, the hashtag at the bottom of your page. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely. I mean, we've had, um, what was it, con, con, look, con look? What, 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 have we, what have we had? Con, I had, which one? 
Well, there's, also, there's, been, there's been all sorts of hashtags over the course of this hangout. I forgot them all. <laughs> <laughs> I had LimeCon on there. I was going to put CoughCon on there for, for one of them. I'm so sorry. I really do apologize. Hopefully by next week this cough will have disappeared. It's really starting oh. to get on my nerves. Anyway, um, two things. Number one, best of luck for this week. Um, just Thank you. Um, not relating to Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. Just all the best to you. Um, and also, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, have yourself uh, a good seven days, and we'll all look forward to uh, the badge sale. So where can people find you online? Uh, you can. T- I'm mostly more active on uh, Twitter, uh, nerd- at NerdLink. I'm also kind of creating a um, a new podcast coming out, which I will probably share a little later. But Excellent. don't worry cool. about me. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for joining us, John. And uh, Mark, uh, yes, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on Friends of CCI occasionally. Um, I'm normally there moaning about something, probably. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter thing is just here at the bottom. Uh, every Thursday night, if you're in the UK, I'm on Anglian Radio, talking about the films for the weekend. And that's about it. Excellent. Um, and last but not least, uh, thank you very much indeed to Alyssa for joining us. Um, there's always one place we can find you, isn't there? Absolutely. The forum, uh, friends of CCI forward, uh, dot com forward slash forum. Um, Ian did say that he misread that, uh, so Constantine was not renewed. Um, oh. he apologized. Uh, and I, I, I did quite like the post, his um, comment actually. I just flubbed over it on fa- uh, f- uh, Facebook. I must have read it wrong. Please don't kill me. I'm very fattening. <laughs> well, that's no promises. That's not, oh, at least he's honest. So that's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, and congratulations on the impending birth of your child. I wanted to say, say that it's a, it's a special time. Yeah. You, you might be, hopefully you don't have to worry too much about them, but, but thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Excellent stuff. Um, we are, I'll do very quickly the uh, winners, because uh, that's what I've been doing while uh, people have been uh, talking. The winners of the three T-shirts. These are for the Dark Bunny Tees T-shirts. Do check out darkbunnytees.com uh, for all the best movie-related T-shirts. They are fantastic because they're nicely sort of like just offset. They're not really directly at the film. I think the Foxcatcher one is probably the most direct one they've done for some time. Um, we have ourselves three winners. Congratulations to uh, Betsy Woodin. Again, uh, Betsy. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Randomly chosen, Betsy Woodin, uh, the Artemis. Uh, hello, uh, Artemis. He's uh, uh, one, and uh, Cedric Carmichael. There are our three winners. Thank you very much indeed for taking part. Now then, this is where we can let people who watch these uh, hangouts uh, after the event take part as well. So those are the three winners um, of the while the hangout's been on, and you have won yourself three T-shirts. Oh, well, a T-shirt each and a promo code. But if you're listening back on uh, either iTunes or SoundCloud or you're watching the Hangout back um, over the next uh, seven days, um, this is where you can win. We need you to answer the question again. Um, Basically, we are looking for the five categories which Foxcatcher is uh, nominated for uh, in next week's um, Oscars. Okay? You don't even have to use um, my... Um, uh, Twitter account, you can just use the hashtag foxcatchercomp, 
That's C-O-M-P. Okay. We'll be taking those uh, entries over the next seven days and we'll be announcing the winners at the beginning of next week's Hangout. Uh, you will get a promo code which you can exchange on the darkbunnytees.com website, which is basically about the, the cost of one of their t-shirts, so you can have a choose of any of their categories. Thank you very much indeed again to Dark Bunny Tees for supporting the Hangout. And indeed, if you are watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on iTunes, please do subscribe and comment as well, because it does allow us to be seen by people searching for Comic-Con on iTunes. And I think that's pretty much it. Um, next week is the big day, uh, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, midday on uh, in on the uh, East Coast, and six, uh, 5 o'clock on, in GMT time. So, hopefully you get your emails through on Tuesday. If you don't, do contact Comic-Con. They will try and get you sorted out before the actual badge sale. And, of course, uh, you can uh, either follow all of our Twitters. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening during the badge sale. Or, if you're very um, <laughs> confident in your bandwidth, you can go over to the uh, San Diego Comic-Con unofficial blog where they'll be doing a live hangout while the badge sale is happening. Okay? It, so we're going to be doing um, a rehash of the of the... A fallout of the yeah. badge sale on next week, next yeah. Sunday. Next next Sunday is going to be the fallout episode of the Hangout. Uh, it, it may, it may, I'm incredibly tempted to invite Jeff back, actually, if, if he's free. Just to talk about... <laughs> if I haven't cut my wrists. Okay. <laughs> if, if you haven't found yourself in a small corner of the room crying in a ball, we'd love to have you back just so you can talk about how... It all sure. went. Would that, would that be okay? Oh, definitely, definitely. Brilliant. Do um, Best of luck to everyone who's taking part. Um, if there's any questions that you want to ask, you can tweet me at uh, EnglishmanSDCC. I know we've got um, a couple of new people who have joined us for this Hangout asking about um, just new questions. We are going to be doing a Comic-Con for Newbies episode in the next month or so, okay? But we want to get the badge sale out of the way first. Find out who's actually going. So, yep, that's on its way. I mean, we've had some people uh, asking on the uh, questions, what is Hall H? That, <laughs> that, that. The worst nightmare. Is, yeah, okay, we'll give you two answers for that. It is, well, we'll make it three. We'll make it, it's either your theater of dreams, yep. your worst nightmare, <laughs> or number three is it's a six and a half thousand capacity arena that, uh, holds the big panels at Comic-Con. All of this will be covered in a future Comic-Con for Newbies episode of The Hangout. Thank you very much indeed. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and from all of my guests. Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.